Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. Hey, what up out there, podcast land? How you guys doing? Hey. A little bit more civilized today. (laughs) The last episode, I went wonkers. <laughs> I don't know. That, Is that, that what may we're be the first it? time I've ever heard that wonkers? term. Wonkers? Yeah, wonkers. Wonkers? Isn't that a place up in New York? <laughs> I think that's Yonkers. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. But isn't wonkers a, a, a northern word? I, I don't know about that. Yeah, I went all wonkers on it. I went you know, wonkers. That, that's, that's, that's across the pond, I think. That was. <laughs> I think you're just making up words again, like usual. Man, I really thought the pastor, so um, when we're taping this, I'm sorry, but we just got back from Fuge. Um, I would have sworn one night he made up a word. <laughs> and then I looked it up and I was like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it's an actual word. Oh. So you lose points. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up? What's up? He, he asked you, you can't ask it back. <laughs> Well, she answered a question with a question. That's, that, I expect Sometimes nothing less. Sometimes. Uh, so, what's up? So, it's raining. Oh, she just did it again. Did she not understand? It's a knee jerk reaction. What is she doing over there? No, this is I, this starts fights in like I, the third grade. Doesn't she get, you say it again. He's copying me. If she gets to the TSA and they're like, "What's your name?" She's like, "What's your name?" Yeah. And that's how she ended up uh, in jail. For in a jail couple days or in a fist fight. Yeah, the airport. And we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Then that calls a spat in a car. <laughs> He's mocking me. She's mocking me. <sighs> so things are going good. Things are going good. Yeah. So it is a rainy day though. It's kind it of a, a, it's, it's supposed to rain all stinking week too. And and I just want to voice my anger for just a minute, and I'll move along. Uh, first of all, the important stuff. Um, when this airs, I'm trying to do the math here. When this airs, Goose of Grace will be out. Go yes. check it out. Go check out the Goose of Grace. It yes. has been commanded. Yes, uh, by me and all wow. the authority I have. Um, and then second thing is, I want to fuss about the rain one minute. I know we need it. But yesterday morning, my heart was filled with joy because my, uh, oh, now I can't think of it. Um, not hydrangeas. They're, they're Hawaiian flowers. They're, uh, oh, they're, yep, I know exactly what you're talking Oh, gracious. I knew the word. Uh, Hyacinths? No. No. Oh, good gravy. I knew. But anyway, they had just bloomed for the first time. I was so proud of them. And then they got beat by rain, just beat down. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. Yeah. yeah. Is it hibiscus or hibiscus? I don't know, because now I'm thinking of Nabisco. So it's, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I've completely thrown myself off. On I was saying hibiscus. <laughs> They're the most mm, delicious of all flowers, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, after I got done eating one, the rain, <laughs> the rain beat them down. So, um, yeah. So and I'm in the words of Dan Amos... <laughs> Welcome to the before. That's just a preview of the Goose of Grace, right? That's there. right, that's yeah. Um, I am Hank Meadows, Pastor of Marion uh, Baptist Church. We're done talking about hibiscuses. <laughs> Our highest sense. Or... No, if it's plural, it's hibiscus. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Bro, 
Goose of Grace is Thursday night. Right, not today. Not tonight. Oh, hey, but that reminds me, actual pertinent information. So, <laughs> so the Goose of Grace... Bro, it, back off the caffeine, bro. <laughs> this is what, I've you been a little wired here lately, yeah. Um, so, the Goose of Grace is going to drop on Thursdays. It will not drop on Saturdays. I always thought Saturdays was a bad drop day. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to listen to us on Saturday. I mean, what? I'm, we were no, lost like, all legit. <laughs> I mean, it was when we were first creating this. I was like, I thought you were, and then all of a sudden, like, we're dropping on Saturdays. I'm like, I don't know what my reasoning was. Now I, that was I. Well, okay. <laughs> in in total truth, now I thought that's a ridiculous day to drop. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't listen to podcasts on Saturday. Yeah, I'm like, um, hey, I don't think our yeah. view, your <laughs> listenership would be really good. That almost said viewership, but that wouldn't be good either. No, no. Uh, but yeah, Thursdays will be on Thursdays. Okay, good deal. Right. So I am Hank Meadows, <laughs> Pastor <laughs> Mary Baptist Church, and um, we got with me the Hey Girl, my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, <laughs> we don't call it that for no reason. <laughs> and over there, whom you've heard multiple times. multiple times a day. <laughs> More than usual, um, who is on a obviously he's diabetic, but he's got a sugar rush. He didn't even have candy before. I we told started. you I'm non practicing, it's okay. Yeah, he is. Uh, that's Elbino. <laughs> Hola, <laughs> that's, that's all I got. Oh, uh, so at Fuge, another side story. They want to know why. I mean, some of our listeners want to know why I called you Bean or Bino. Did you get upset with the Bino part? <laughs> I said, well, you just take it from me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whatever comes out, man. So, hey, we're in First Peter. We've gone a little bit crazy because of Dan today. <clears throat> First Peter, um, we're going to be at a, man, a a deep verse or two today, Yeah, shall we say. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to ask you to read. Okay. Make sure you read down through verse 20. I don't care where you start. Okay. Um. And then Elbino, won't yeah. you prayo? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want me to read 20? So I want you to at least get, I mean, you got to read. I'm going to read through 20. Uh, all right. Where are you starting? I'm going to start in 17. Okay. Which we, we talked about it in the last episode. But, okay. you know, I like to get context. Well, we have to. Right. Okay. And then I'm going to keep going to 21 because it's, a, I don't want to interrupt the thought. Okay. So, First Peter chapter 1. And if you call on him as father who judges impartially according to each one's deeds, conduct yourselves with fear throughout the time of your exile, knowing that you were ransomed from the feudal, feudal ways inherited from your forefathers, not with perishable things such as silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you who through him are believers in God, who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this time. We can come together and and talk about your word together and explore your word. And we would just pray that um, that as it always is, your word would be fruitful, um, that it would land on not just the ears but the hearts of those who would listen and that it would uh, change eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. What's the most invaluable thing on the face of the earth? Uh, I don't know. Do you know? I, I'm i not exactly sure what he's asking, I know, so I don't know where like, I want to go with it. That's the problem. 
I guess if I, if we're just, you're just asking what people what a is worldly bad. standard. Yeah. yeah. Then I would say gold. Uh, plutonium. Gold. Plutonium or gold? <laughs> I don't know. I think you can get plutonium a lot. I don't think you can get as cheap as you can get gold. I mean, I haven't looked into it lately. Or anything, but yeah, but which is worth more? <laughs> That's where I was going. I don't. I we're going. We're going to conversion table. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, because I can't sell plutonium. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably you get in trouble. It. They they put yeah. you in <laughs> maximum security prison for selling plutonium. Um, it's worthless it to is. get you to heaven, yeah. right? Yeah. And when you get to heaven, that will be absolutely non-important. Right. Yeah. Matter of fact, gold is used. We read. As pavement mm -hmm. in heaven. Mm -hmm. That's just a crazy thought. Yeah. So what we have here, I mean, because it talks about that we're not with perishable things as silver and gold. Mm -hmm. So the very things that we hold dearest um, in this world, for the next world, they're nothing. Mm. Isn't that a great picture yeah. of, of life, though? If you don't hold Jesus preeminent, what you're holding is futile and worthless. Yep. Well, that's I, I was going to say. That's the word that that really jumped at me was that futile, because it, it, there's so we spend so much time going after those things, and, and they produce at the end nothing of value, but yet we completely ignore and and push on the back burner the one thing that matters to us on this side of, of eternity, which is Jesus. Why do people not want to? I, I've been thinking about this for for a week or two. Why is it we will spend hours on our cell phones scrolling through Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or, or whatever? Why is it we refuse to read our Bibles? Let's spend that much time in our Bible. I mean, seriously, do you do you know how different your life would be? Right. That that you just answered the question. That's the why. Me scrolling, nothing's ever going to change. No, I get to be comfortable. I get to look down at everybody else on there, or be envious of everybody else on there, depending on what I'm looking at. Most time um, they want to fight. People want to fight yeah. on those. Oh, yeah. On those. <laughs> and so, but but you cannot get into God's word and remain unchanged. You can't. No, you can't. No, and, and you, I, I, you're probably right. But all right, so let's just walk through this real quick. So number one, we understand that we were ransomed. Mm. Um, definition a, a price has been paid to be when you're ran, when something is ransom the price of a purchase price was paid anything added to that I was just going to say somebody else paid for your release right. yeah yeah and so it says we were ransomed from our feudal ways inherited from our forefathers um is that a picture of sin that we're just sinners I mean, it really is what right. our feudal ways are. The center equals the center. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, my man over there has been drinking way too much Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm, today. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna back off. No, don't back off. I'm just like, <laughs> dude, I haven't seen you like this in a while. But I mean, he is like bubbly. The camera should be on you today. Yeah. <laughs> You're me. <laughs> That's a scary thought. How's that say? Very calm this down so, real quick. And notice what it says: our feudal ways. Why, why do you think he used that word? And you were talking a minute ago, um, Bean, about that word feudal was jumping out at you. Why, what, what, what does it mean, feudal ways? It means that it produces nothing of value. You know, you can, 
you can go any other way you want, but but when we're talking about getting to heaven, nothing else moves you an inch closer to heaven except Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So you can say, hey, look at everything I did. Look at the good things I've done. Look at the gold I've acquired or riches I've acquired. doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is what you did with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's futile because it's essentially trying to swim upstream. You're not getting one inch closer through the things you're doing. Well, and it's, I think somebody used the word worthless. Mm-hmm. And so the the futile ways that we were inherited from your father forefathers, those are the things that, um, of the world that we cling to. And, um, and those are the things, as you've said, that don't save us, that aren't worth anything at the end. Um, and so that's why they're futile. And that's what you've said. Um, but I just think that, um, because society, especially in America, I will say, um, puts so much emphasis on, you have to get a good education. I mean, even an emphasis on it's most more important to go to college than to do any a trade, mm-hmm. which is so not true. But that's the emphasis that is put on, and that's the pressure that's put on, and that the pressure um, for kids in high school to take those college courses in high school, and it's just not necessary. And it's and those are the things that seem so important in the moment, but in the reality and in the long run they're not yeah and so he says that we were we were ransomed redeemed however you want to look at that um from our feudal ways not with that's when he goes not with the perishable things such as silver and gold that speaks of everything here everything on this earth everything that we see now and things that we don't see if you read the book of revelation it's all going to be um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's going to be um, with fire. Yep. Refined. Refined. I could not say, I want to say refurbished, but that's not right. <laughs> Refined by fire. Right. And so all that gold, all that silver that we, we strive for and desire and want, it is literally worthless in the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. So what is it that was, well, and so maybe the, the person out there that's never listened to us says, what could possibly purchase my salvation then? Right. Which we're going to get to, but um, when I read that, the perishable things such as silver and gold, it remind, takes me back to the beginning of chapter one. And we're and we talked about it, we covered it, but that we are receiving an inheritance that is imperishable, mm-hmm. undefiled and unfading kept in heaven for you. And so um, this imperishable are the things of the world that are, are the things of, of God and the perishable are the things of the world. So then in verse 19, it tells us what we have been redeemed with. And that's with the precious blood of Christ. So why is it the, so what's the big deal about the blood of Jesus? Cause it, it's only the blood of Jesus that is able to ransom us. And, and it's only able to ransom because he is God, he is perfect, but he also lived uh, as a human. So he, he's able to pay that price that we were supposed to. And that's the huge deal here. That's what we should get so excited about is that he paid the price that we couldn't pay. And, and so, you know, if we had died on that cross, the only thing that would happen, we, we'd go to hell. Yeah. 
But because it was him, because it was that perfect lamb, we get to go to heaven if we accept him. Well, I think isn't because not only did he die and shed his blood, but then he was raised on the third day and then took that blood up into the Holy of Holies. Yeah, we did. By the way, do you know where sin started? When ultimately, when Satan decided he wanted to be like God. Yeah, most people would say, oh, in the garden. In the garden. But no, right, no, no. Right. It was in heaven. Right. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? No. <laughs> I, we love your questions. You know she likes to answer them with more questions. I heard, and I know this is sort of on it because we're talking about the iniquity of Satan found in heaven. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's why Jesus had to take his blood back to heaven right. and, and, and um, redeem all that and cleanse mm-hmm. that part of heaven that was where sin was found. I heard a sermon the other day and it said the reason that the enemy gets so mad when we're in a worship service Mm -hmm. is because he was the leader of the worship of heaven. Mm. And that's what he could never have back. Mm. Is that true? I mean, is that what he was the the leader? Yeah. I've heard he was the worship leader in heaven. So that that's a really interesting thought because, yeah, because his pride, which is what it was in his beauty, right? And his right. I mean, I've always you know I've heard it. I probably before I spoke about it, I probably should have looked it up. But <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, it's a solid guy that I was. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quoting from mm-hmm. that because he was this worship leader and he lost it. He can never get it back, and he which, hates when we worship. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just another one of those great things that that proves among many other other things that that the bible was does not change and, and does not contradict itself because if you go back to that and, and we say okay well that's the the first sin the first you know yeah. record of it that's why you take your blood to heaven it's a it's all about pride which is literally putting yourself where god should be you look at sin today. What is it in every sense? It's ah, trying ah, to take ah, what is ah, God. Ah. Yeah. Everything. It's like, oh, what is it? Um, Isaiah 28 and Ezekiel 14, where it talks about the fall and it's all, I, I will mm-hmm. ascend above right. God. I will do this. I will. That, I mean, pride is the ultimate. Like love is the, the basis of all the fruit of the spirit. Right. Yeah. Pride is the basis mm. of every sin. Uh-huh. Right. Because it's really you wanting to sit on the throne of God, right, right, and and be selfish and self centered and yep. and all that, and so here comes Jesus, who is the very antithesis of selfishness. Mm-hmm. Right, he's the very antithesis of prideful. Yeah. He is humble and lowly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible says there was, there was nothing like. I mean, you know, if you're gonna, and, and I know why we do it, why those paintings they would paint Jesus back <laughs> in the Middle Ages with this. This aura of sun <laughs> around him. I mean, I know, but that's not him. That's so unbiblical right, yeah. right. and so inaccurate. Right. The Bible says there was nothing about him that would draw you to him. Right. Oh, right. right. No. I mean, he's just a. I mean, in a sense, please, I'm not being familiar. He was just a dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But he was the God dude. Yeah. Right. But he what? But I mean that that statement is very true because that that's why the people who were from his town hometown said, "Isn't he just Mary and Joseph's son?" Because that's just who he was, and it was not until you truly be, knew 
come to know who he was that then realized that he wasn't just Mary and Joseph's son. Yeah. But I mean, main people like his brother, right. well, his family. Other, yeah. you think mama, right, and dad, right. The rest of his brothers and sisters, like, dude, yeah. you're just my brother. Right, you're a really stinking good brother, but you're still <laughs> a brother. But it, it goes back. It even connects to what we were just talking about with, with the the things that are perishable. You know, we'll so often overlook the eternal because we're looking at the immediate. And so, you know, his outward appearance, there's nothing special about him. So people came to that conclusion. There must not be. But if you take the time to get to know the eternal aspect of him, then you'll never be the same. But we're so quick to just say, if it's not right in front of my eyes, I really don't care. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, you go back to John when when he began to talk, to say some hard things and, and the people began to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he and he looks at at the the disciples and goes, "You guys leaving too?" And and what did Peter? For all of Peter's, I mean, Peter has some tremendous foot in the mouth moments, <laughs> right? But right. he also had some yeah. top of the mountain statements yeah. too when he says, right. "Where are we Where going? Are we go? right. You've got the words of eternal life." He didn't say, "You've got the words for our." Even though he says, "You know, give us this day our daily bread." Yeah. Peter went beyond that and says, "Man, you have the words of eternal life." Yeah. Yep. And so, it's this, and it had to be the blood. The Old Testament laws required it. Mm-hmm. Right. These sacrificial laws, the right. the burnt offering, the grain offering, he fulfilled all that. The 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 Passover lamb. Mm-hmm. He had to be, and it was the blood that they put on the doorposts and the lentils mm-hmm. and all that, and it was the blood applied. So it had to be the blood of Jesus for you and I to be shed abroad in our hearts to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, to wash our sins away. Though your sins be as scarlet, they'll be made as white as snow. Though all that, and it had to be Jesus. It had to be God Himself. Right. Well, because it it even says here in verse the end of verse nineteen, a lamb without blemish or spot. And so no man None could fulfill yeah. that. Only Jesus, who didn't come from man, um, but who had God as his heavenly as his father, was then born without that sin nature and so then was able to be that perfect and spotless yeah. and lamb. And by the way, you, you mentioned in that, just so you know. Word nerd. <laughs> it says a lamb without blemish or spot. That is a cumulative mm-hmm. force. That means he had to be both. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It could not just be like we'd read that he, you know, had to be either without blemish or without spot. No, no, no. In the Greek, uh-huh. this is cumulative, saying it had to be without blemish and, and without spot. spot. Uh-huh. It could not be any other way. It couldn't be he had to be only. absolutely, yeah. positively, 100% perfect. Right. And that's why when you go read, um, was it Exodus chapter 12, I think, where where it talks about the Passover lamb. And, you know, you had to look, let it come inside, be with yeah. you for 14 days, which is a period of all looking. And so that's why Jesus' ministry was over three years. So you could see he never once sinned. Right. Just had, they had to make sure that that lamb was yeah. spotless. And because, I mean, you could get into really technical because if there was the, these flies that would embed in the in the the skin and the fur and the, all the wool, excuse me, uh, of that lamb, they would have hatched within 14 days, so you would know mm. if it was perfect or not. Well, Jesus, you had this time period where you could look and see, was he truly who he said he was? Right. The answer is this, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He proved it time and time again, and it is always. What did Leviticus seventeen eleven say? Without the shedding of blood, mm-hmm. there is no remission of sin. Mm-hmm. Like it, lump it, whatever. It doesn't matter what you think. It is all about Scripture, and Jesus fulfilled every Scripture. Yes. He started his very first ministry. By the way, when when he goes down into the 
into the water to be baptized by John the Baptist. What did he say? This needs to be done to do what? Fulfill okay. scripture. Yeah. And by the way, when he came up out of the water, what was he really saying? Not that he was just baptized, but at some point he would be resurrected right. from the dead yep. because yep. what do we say? And raised to walk a new life in yeah. Jesus Christ. Yep. So he was already in the very first day of his public ministry mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to die one day and be resurrected. Right. right. Get you some of that. <laughs> Now who's had too much mountain? <laughs> it's just food line water. I don't know what they put in it. I got you. See, there you go, man. Already. It said food line water. Oh. So what else? And here's the great thing. It was known all along. Yeah. Yep. That's what he says there in verse 20. He was foreknown before the foundation mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. So some of you may be going, well, preaching, when was that? Well, if you go to Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God. Mm-hmm. That's singular in our context, mm-hmm. but it's plural in Hebrew. That's right. And then if you go down to verse 26, let us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I am in no way an English scholar. Amen. <laughs> I appreciate that. Amen. <laughs> I know that us is plural. Yep. 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 And so it was already. And then, by the way, you get over there to Genesis 3.15. He says, you're going to crush his head. And you're going to bruise his heel. Hello. Mm-hmm. It was. It wasn't like God was going. Let me figure this sucker out yeah, here right. real quick, man. Got to right. buy some what time. What's do? going on? Um, <laughs> right. Where y'all at? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. No, He knew where they were at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then He knew what He had to do. Yeah. I just. Okay. Time out. <laughs> I want to know if God, when He looked at them with them stupid leaves on, <laughs> He if He just smacked Himself in the forehead <laughs> and went. <clears throat> Holy moly. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Help. It had to be a different reaction than, than we see time and time again when he said, and it was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, not so good. <laughs> you guys are no bueno. <laughs> so, um, and then it was, I mean, oh my goodness. And then it was made manifest. One of my, my favorite book, not one of mine, but my favorite book of the Bible is First John. Mm-hmm. And if you go to First John, if you go to Saint, it's the same word here. First John chapter one, um, this life is verse two was made manifest, mm-hmm. and we've seen it, and we testify to it, proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father, and w- which was with the Father, and then was made manifest to us. Mm-hmm. And just an FYI, Jesus did not get a human body till he was born of a virgin, mm-hmm. right? But when he was born of that virgin, he was made manifest throughout right. his life. Right. But just an FYI, he was God and he, oh, he did was absolutely exist. God. Yeah. He just Before didn't have his then, human body. He just, right. Exactly. So I don't want people to think, well, he's, he's been a human for all eternity. Right. No, no, no. Mm. He, became a, he became the God man. He took on that form, right. In a little cattle shed <laughs> yep. in Bethlehem. Yep. That's when he took on the God-man status. Mm-hmm. He was always God. Right. The God-man came about in Bethlehem. I love the next part of that verse. Um, it said, uh, at least in the, the translation I got, for the sake of you. Yeah. yeah. And this is why I love. He didn't have, it, it, it wasn't just for him. He didn't have to come down and take on that form. He didn't have to step no, down he didn't have to. and take on that form. He did it for our sake. And I love the fact that is not just uh, that Jesus came down and died for us, is that he lived for us too, so that we could have that example to follow. 
And I love that because it, it's one thing to I'm not trying I'm not trying to take away obviously from, from the the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, but it means so much that we have this this perfect example to follow. Now we're gonna fall short. We're never gonna hit it. But I love the fact that we can look through his word and say, this is what he wants. This is the life he wants for us. But the fact that he not only died for us, but came down in that form for us. Think of the sacrifice that is. I mean, God died on the cross. Right. To have to have inhabited heaven so long. And then to decide to come down for us. For so long, bro, that don't cut for, it. Yeah, I mean, but you know what I mean? <laughs> for all of eternity yeah, past. Right, right, right. It's a pretty long time. I mean, it's crazy. You can you yeah. cannot wrap your mind around eternity. Mm-hmm. And doing all of this with complete knowledge of just how filthy we were. Just yeah. how much we hated him. Yeah. Yep. And by the way, let me reiterate. I don't care how good your mama says you really are. <laughs> I don't care how precious you think you are and that you are so God's gift to this world because you are just so beautiful. Oh, Lord. Uh, The Bible says there is none righteous, no, not one. That's right. You are a dirty, filthy, rotten, scaggly wag sinner. (laughs) Did you just make another word? Scaggly wag? I don't know. Well, You might be beautiful on the outside, but you are a nasty, nasty critter on the inside. Yeah. Filthy. And by the way, your looks will never get you to heaven. <laughs> but your dirty heart will take you to hell. Yep. That's right. Except for the blood of Jesus. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Big thought. <laughs> Big thought there over there, Bino. Oh, me. Why me. are you throwing up, I know, Why are you throwing up triplets like over there? letting us know. Uh... Well, I, I well, bro, s- you know we do this at I the know. end of every show. It's you I two are acting like this is our first show. Struggle, <laughs> struggle too. When we were looking at verse twenty, <laughs> um, it was a verse twenty, yeah, sort of. But it it doesn't. It made me think of going back to verse ten and eleven, and we talked about in the uh, uh, d- earlier episode about how the prophets prophets prophesied. <laughs> About what would happen, I know. <laughs> but it just reminds me of, um, and that was a really good episode that we talked about that. So if you didn't listen to it, go Heck back. Yeah. But it just reminds me, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again, it of the importance of reading and studying and knowing the Old Testament. Please. And there are people who say it's irrelevant and it's not necessary. But that's so not true. Because if you don't study it and know then you don't get that information about him being foreknown before the foundation of the world. You don't get that information about the prophets prophesying about it. You don't, you don't have that um, groundwork that you need to have. Mm. You, you don't have the old covenant. To, so you, how can you appreciate the new covenant if you don't know what the old covenant was all about? Yes, sir. And I really think in these, these last, this last week, I think more than ever, you ought to read the book of Habakkuk. Mm. God's doing something in these yeah. days. Yeah. I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but there's a storm of brewing. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And God's doing something. Yeah. Big thought. Uh, big thought. I just want to point out the contrast where we started versus where we, where we ended up. So we started today talking about um, 
perishable things and the the futile ways and all of that. Um, but then look at what we end on in, in contrast. We talk about Jesus being foreknown before the foundation of the world, and we talk about um, the precious blood of Christ. What a contrast. And, and, and it, if you want a good look yeah. at what the world has to offer versus what Jesus Christ has to offer you, that's it right there. The world has nothing but futile and perishable things. Jesus Christ, who was here before time began, since the foundations of time, or where was I at there? Was that? Before the foundation of the world. Yeah, yeah, before the foundation of the world. Yeah, yeah. And precious. Which one do you want? I mean, it's a pretty clear choice. And why would you ever choose the things of the world? Yeah. So that's that's my big thought. Right. Well said. (laughs) Well, I was going to extrapolate on that, but I decided not to. Okay. Because we're almost out of time. Uh, I think we're out of time. He flashed his fingers at us. He gave us triplets. (laughs) I'm giving you three more. Let's go. (laughs) You want to extrapolate? Well, I think that people hold on to the futile things of this world. We've talked about it um, just because it's here and now. And and we are so driven by wanting good circumstances and so driven by wanting the, the successes that we can see and not the successes that God sees. Well, we want to walk by sight, not yeah. by faith. Yeah, there's. Yep. Oh, what a good. Imagine if you had a good verse that you could use. To yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know of any. Here's my big thought. <clears throat> Jesus paid it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. It's cliche, and we say it all the time, but it's cliche because it's so true. He paid the debt which we could not pay. Yep. Yep. He did. And all he ever asked in return is to love him. Help. Yep. Accept him. And love him and walk like him. Mm-hmm. That's all he says. Mm-hmm. Just and you know Ephesians chapter four is a great four and five. You know about walking. I just noticed I love Jesus, man. Yeah, I fail him, but he still loves me, and he don't even when we are faithless. Absolutely, he is yeah. faithful. Yep. Praise the Lord, man. Yep. Let's pray. Father, thank you that our salvation is not based upon our works. It's not based upon our money. It's not based upon something that we can acquire through diligence on this side of eternity, but it's just simply through saying yes to the shed blood of Jesus um, that we can have eternity in heaven. And God, help us to place our trust, to place our hope in you and you alone. There's none other name given under heaven by which one can be saved except the name Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for being with us today. We started out crazy wild and we ended up just bam with some dropping them knowledge, y'all. And my name is Hank Meadows. I'm pastor of Mary Baptist Church. And I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. We've got the bean of the board over there. Yep, yep. And um, all right. Catch you guys later. Bye, y'all.